welcome to the Positivity and Prosperity podcast. If you're ready for a dose of inspiration and insight, then you've come to the right place. My name is Victoria Maskell and I'm a psychotherapist, mindset coach and positivity practitioner. I help women just like you to have their own Cinderella stories and transform their mindsets to make their dreams a reality. So if you're a coach, an entrepreneur, or just looking to up-level your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm going to be talking all things money mindset, manifesting your dream life, and how to use your subconscious to achieve anything you set your mind to. I'm going to be filling these podcast episodes with stories and inspiration for you, things to make you smile, feel supported, and get ready to crush your goals and manifest your dreams. There is no such thing as a coincidence in life. So just by listening to this podcast, you are one step closer to making your dream life, business, and mindset a reality. So if you're ready for today's dose of positivity and prosperity, then let's dive in. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Positivity and Prosperity Podcast. Now, in today's episode, I am following my own advice. I was going to actually put off recording this. I was like, no, do you know what? Maybe it'd be better to record this tomorrow. And I thought, no, the whole point of what you want to talk about is uncovering and undoing some of this limiting programming we have around, oh, I'll be ready when, or I'll do it when, or I just need this before I do that. So I am just going to go for it. Now, if this is your first episode, then welcome to the the Positivity and Prosperity family. Um, Usually I can form sentences. So if this is your first episode, I promise I usually can say things much more clearer than I just did. Now, If you haven't already joined me on Instagram, I would love you to come and join me at victoria.maskell because I really like it when people come and connect, say hi, don't be afraid to drop me a message and be like, hi Victoria, I've been listening to your podcast. I would really love to have a chat with you because it's sometimes a little bit lonely sat here in my office looking at my snowball microphone, just talking. So If you feel called to, and if you would like to come and say hi, then feel free to on Instagram. If you're not an Instagram person, then you can always drop me an email, victoria at victoriamaskell.com. And I do reply. Often when I've sent people a little voice note reply or I've messaged them back, they're like, oh wow, I I didn't think you'd reply. I do, because I think it's so, so lovely when people take the time to reach out. So I just wanted to say that. Now, in today's episode, we are talking about what it feels like to be in that stage where you've got a goal, whether that is a new career, whether that's moving house, whether that is setting new financial goals, or even something like starting a health and and kind of well-being regime, whether that's diet, exercise, mindfulness, etc. When you're in that position, when you're like, yeah, I really want to do this, but, and there's a but that comes up, And in this episode, we're talking about that feeling of, yep, I just need to do this first, or I'll be ready when. And I've talked in other episodes about the whole feeling of like, ready is a myth, ready is a lie, and it is so true. But today is slightly different. Today, I want to talk about that feeling of needing to have certain things in place 
before we feel we can do something. And there are always two sides to a story. So I want to start by talking about the logical side of this. And I'm going to talk about something called Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And you might have heard of this. If you haven't, quickly pop it into Google, you will see a pyramid of um, needs, basically. And Maslow was a psychologist. He was a humanistic psychologist. So when he kind of came into, um, what's the word, came into force? Yeah, let's say he came into force. Um, In the kind of later years of psychology, really, he was talking about humans. He wasn't talking about biology. He wasn't talking about classical conditioning. He wasn't talking about neuroscience. He was talking about us as human beings. And he developed this hierarchy of needs that basically says, you have to meet all of the bottom layers of needs to be able to get to what he calls self-actualization. Now, self-actualization is like the ability to reach your true potential. And obviously, everyone is going to have different ideas of what self-actualization means for them. So one person, self-actualization might mean being the president, might mean um, being an astronaut, being a doctor, making a billion dollars. It could be really, really kind of awesome out there kind of once in a lifetime type things to some people. Self-actualization for other people could mean completely different things. And there is nothing wrong with that. There are no right or wrongs. It is more of a desire to become the most that you can be. So this could be the most incredible mother, the most incredible human being. This does not have to be making the most money or having the most quote unquote success. It's more about tapping into what matters to you, tapping into the idea that if nothing was impossible, if there were no barriers, if there were no limits, what would you want to achieve? So we're going to go straight into our first question. Um, this, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you want to pause this, do some journaling on it, it would be a really great idea. So let me ask you that question. If nothing was impossible, If whatever your heart desires, you could achieve, there were no barriers, no blocks, no limits, what would mean that you could be the most you could be? What would that look like? What would self-actualization look like, feel like, and be like for you? So this could be you know, you have that desire, you've always wanted to start your own business, or you've always wanted to travel the world, or you've always wanted to be a mother or a father, or you've always had this little voice in your head saying, wouldn't it be amazing if, if you wanted to be on TV, a film star, you wanted to write books, you wanted to be a scientist, you wanted to work in space, you wanted to work with animals, like, what would self-actualization look like? And if you're struggling with this, really try and get back into that mindset of being a child because children don't have the same limits. They just perceive that the world is magical, they're magical, they're powerful and they can do anything. And that's actually true. I know, controversial. People might be like, yeah, get real, Victoria. But it is true. Like, we are so incredibly powerful as human beings, as creators. Our mindsets are so incredibly powerful and there is scientific evidence to back this up 
If you're brand new, then I really invite you to go and check out some of my other episodes because I talk a lot about the science of manifestation, the science of mindset, because that is me, that is my background, that is how I explain things because that's how I understand things. But actually getting back into that feeling of I can do anything and allowing yourself to say, well, what does that look like? What would that be like to self-actualize? And I'm just gonna apologize now if you've just heard that very noisy car that has just driven past my house. I feel like they they know, and I know I'm kind of manifesting this as I'm saying this, but I feel like people, loud cars, they just know when I'm recording a podcast episode and they just wanna be part of it. So, you know, bit of real world there. Okay, so if, if that's what self-actualization is, Maslow is saying that is our ultimate goal then what are the levels that we need to kind of tick off to be able to get there? Well, he says we have to start with physiological needs. So we have to have air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, etc. Now, if you are trying to reach your goal, let me choose a goal. Um, let's say um, to build your own business and to have freedom to only work six months of the year. Okay, let's say that's your goal. You cannot do that if you do not have food or if you do not have somewhere to shelter because your psychological, sorry, your physiological needs are not being met. If you do not have food, you cannot eat, which is a stupid thing to say, you know, obviously that's true. (laughs) What I mean is you can't fuel yourself, you can't have energy, you cannot maintain yourself, you're literally not going to survive. So we have to have those needs met first. Next level up, safety needs. So personal security, maybe resources, health, property, employment, things that give us a feeling of safety. And obviously that could be financial safety, that could be health safety, that could be a physical safety. So when you go to sleep, you know that you are safe in the environment that you're sleeping in, etc. Next level is a need for love and belonging. So... As much as we are independent and as much as we are all individual creators and as much as we can be independent and empowered and on our own journeys, we are human and meaning and that means that we need social connection. We need a sense of belonging, being part of something. And it might be that you don't get this from family. Maybe you and your family are estranged, but you get it from your friends. Or you get it from a sense of connection to people doing similar things to you, colleagues, people on the same path. Maybe this is the mindset community. You have a sense of connection to people on the same kind of journey, learning and exploring and being. But we have a need and a desire for that love and belonging. Now, if we've met all those three needs, we're doing pretty well. We have physiological needs met, safety needs, and a sense of love and belonging. But there's one more stage that we need to achieve to be able to then self-actualize. And Maslow says that's esteem, so self-esteem. And how many times have we talked about to manifest, you have to believe you deserve it. So a lot of manifestation comes from a feeling of worthiness, like I'm good enough course I'm good enough. I can have that. I deserve it. I deserve that amazing relationship, that incredible friendship. I deserve success in my career, in my business. I deserve to be treated well. I deserve money. I deserve health. I deserve well-being, freedom, etc. So 
self-esteem or just I suppose just esteem in, in general is so important because if you think of this from a mindset perspective you know you're setting your goals you're like right I'm gonna have my own business I'm gonna have so much freedom I'm gonna make an abundance of money I'm only gonna have to work six months of a year and then you're saying to yourself but I don't feel worthy of it but someone like me couldn't do that I'm not going to manage it. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. I feel guilty. I feel bad that I'm getting to do something I love when people are in the world not being able to live healthy, safe lives. Now, if that is the story you are telling yourself, then you are not going to be able to tick that, that level, that box of the esteem need. And if you can't do that, you can't reach the top of the pyramid. You can't reach that self-actualization. So... Generally speaking, when I'm coaching people, when I'm working with people, it's that need of esteem that is the crucial piece. That status, that self-esteem, that feeling of I can do this, this is going to happen for me. And once you can tap into that, you can really step up into that feeling of self-actualization, that you're on the path, that you're doing this, that something amazing is going to come out of this process. But like I said at the start, we do need certain things to be in place for us to do that. We do need to have safety, physiological needs, that love and belonging to be able to even get to the esteem stage. So if this is the first time you're hearing of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I definitely recommend you go and have a look at it. Um, There's lots of good books, lots of good information on it just to kind of add to that. So now you're probably thinking, right, how does this link to what Victoria is talking about? That um, I'll be happy when, or I just need to do this before. So the first piece of the puzzle is, yes, there do need to be certain things in place before we can take some kind of action. But what is happening most of the time is that we're procrastinating. We're holding back. We're telling ourselves, I'll be ready when or I'll be happy when, or yeah, I know what I need to do, but first I just need to. And those those barriers, those blocks, those procrastinations aren't around, I just need safety. I just need love and belonging. I just need my physiological needs met. They're often down to fear. That feeling of, you know, I'll feel secure with money when. And actually I was talking about this um, in a group coaching session and, and with other clients, actually, it's come up a few times, specifically around money. Now, if you look at, you know, as you're progressing in your career or as you're progressing in your business, it's quite common for people to say things like, um, I'll feel successful when, and they might say, I'll feel successful when I hit consistent money each month, or I'll feel successful when I hit five figures a month or 10 figures a month. Do I mean five figures a month? 5k months, 10, well, yeah, it can be five figures a month. It doesn't matter, does it? Like, we, we create these kind of limits of when this happens, I'll feel a certain way. And this is the wrong way around. We know that everything we do comes from a thought, comes from a, a neural connection, comes from a physical energy in our minds that we then project out into our actions, into the reality that we perceive, and ultimately what manifests. So when people are saying things like, I'll feel secure with money when I've got 10k in savings, what often happens is they get to that stage where they have 10k in savings, but they don't feel safe. 
and they don't feel secure. They still have that same belief, even when the external has changed. And you might be thinking, well, no, but surely they'll, they'll just be like, right, I've hit that milestone. It doesn't work like that. And I see this all the time. And I know I've done this as well. So it often shows up with money because money is often linked to security. It's linked to feelings of worthiness. Um, it's a bit like, I'll feel like I've made it when I hit 5K followers. And then the person gets to 5K and they're like, yeah, but really, I need 10,000 followers because then I get the swipe up. And then they hit 10,000 followers and they realize nothing changes again. Yes, okay, you can do a swipe up on Instagram, but really, nothing has actually changed. So then they set another goal and they're like, right, I'll feel like, I'll feel like I'm ready. I'll feel like I've made it. I'll feel like I can really be happy in myself when, and they set some other goal. Now, the reason this doesn't work is because it is externalizing something that is internal. And it's like when people win the lottery, they win millions on the euros or, or whatever lottery they're playing, and they don't feel any different. They don't feel comfortable with millions or billions or however much they've won. They don't feel happier. They don't feel more secure. And you hear so many stories of people being like, yeah, I didn't like being wealthy. I got rid of it. I lost it. I invested it badly. Sorry, the cars are really going for it today. Um, and it's because the one thing that didn't change was their mindset was how they felt about money. And how many of us have sat there going, oh my God, if I won the lottery, my life would change. Everything would be so much easier. Wouldn't have to worry about this. I'd be so chilled. I'd be so relaxed. My house could be so organized. Everything would be amazing. And the problem with that is, unless your mindset shifts with it, it doesn't work. Now, big side note here. I think it is amazing to aim for and to manifest anything you want. So I don't subscribe to the idea of, oh, well, you know, really, we only need to find a spiritual journey and we shouldn't focus on material possessions. That doesn't work for me, okay? I actually think sometimes we need to manifest that designer handbag, that car, that amazing holiday, that significant amount of money, to then have a feeling of, okay, I've done that. I can achieve that. I've got that. And then feel safe in that. Now, this is where I'm going to go back to the Maslow bit. He talks about safety needs. With money in particular, there are a lot of feelings of um, survival, uh, panic, fear, not having enough money. You know, what would I do if I didn't have enough money? I couldn't pay my rent. I couldn't pay my mortgage. I couldn't pay for my car. I couldn't look after my children. I couldn't feed myself. That's scary. Okay. That's frightening for our minds. And our subconscious mind is always going to prioritize anything that's linked to safety and survival. So, when you know you're trying to manifest money, for example, um, it can be difficult at first to get into that feeling of, oh, it's all going to be fine if your mind is perceiving threat and danger. So there are things you have to do to calm that down, to prove that you are safe, to prove that it's going to be okay. Whether this is looking for evidence in the past, whether this is saying, okay, if the worst case scenario happened, what would I do? And often people would say things like, well, actually, I could ask my family for help. If they're a business owner, they're like, well, I've got transferable skills. I could get a job. I could work in a coffee shop. I could work in a supermarket. I could stack shelves. I could do all of these things. 
and I would be able to make money. Or they might say I can move back in with my parents. And ultimately what you're doing with this is you might say, God, but I don't want to move back in with my parents. But you're showing your mind that you would be safe. It might not be a first choice. It might not be something that would feel really good in the moment, but you wouldn't die. It wouldn't be a direct threat to your survival. So what we're saying with this is, I say we, like I, I don't know, me and my crazy cat lady mug, this is what we're saying today. We're saying if you're feeling the I'll be happy when, or I'll feel secure with money when, or I'll take action when, then I want you to take a step back and say, how many times have I done this before? How many times have I felt a feeling of, if I just get X, then I'll feel Y? And I want you to start thinking about, if this is a repeating pattern, is this something that you need to break? Now, you might say, like if I was, I was trying to think of some examples of this, and I was thinking, right, where has this shown up for me? And I definitely remember saying things like, yeah, I'll, I'll create a group course when I have X number of followers. Or, you know, I'll start that project when I've tidied up, when I've organized, when I've um, got really, really clear on my message or my niche or my hashtags or some other kind of piece of the puzzle. Um, a big one for me, especially at the start of my business, because I wasn't feeling that esteem in the way I needed to, was that feeling of, yep, yep, I'll do that, or I'll feel like an expert when I've taken yet another training. Now, this isn't to say that you should just steamroll it into everything with no planning, no preparation, no backup, no whatever. But what I'm kind of inviting you to do in this episode is just look for times when you've repeated this pattern, when there's maybe an area of your life, whether that's finances, relationships, career, health and wellness, look for times where you've procrastinated in such a way that you've created a thing that you need to have before you can take action. So you might say things like, right, well, I'll sign up for that gym membership when... I have got all my gym kit in place or I'll sign up for that when I've read this book that's going to tell me the perfect exercises to do or I'll start that diet when I've eaten all the food in my cupboard so that I can clear everything out. Now all of these examples aren't necessarily bad. It's not necessarily a bad thing to you know clean out your cupboards to finish the food you've got before you start a new regime. That's not necessarily a bad thing at all but it's sometimes a sign of creating a reason why you can't do something right now, creating a I'll feel ready when. And if you're noticing that you do this time and time again, this is this is a sign, you listening to this episode, you hearing this now, this is a sign to consider breaking this pattern and just go for something. I was talking to a client the other day and she was talking specifically about money and she said, yeah, I've actually noticed through our conversation today that I've always had this feeling of I don't feel safe around money. And she was creating numbers that she would be like, right, I'll be safe at 10K in savings. And then she got to that and she was like, no, 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 actually, I got it wrong. I didn't need 10K in savings. I needed 20K. And then she'd get to that and go, I still don't feel safe. Now, that's the sort of pattern I'm talking about today because 
when you notice that, it's nothing to do with the money in the bank account. It's nothing to do with, you know, if you've cleaned your cupboards, if you've organized, if you've had a good night's sleep. It's nothing to do with that. That is your brain creating a reason why you don't take action. And it's often because you feel fearful taking that action or because you have a limiting belief or a a pattern around something that needs to shift. Because this is the key, right? You will feel safe with money when you decide to feel safe with money. Not when you have X amount of money in the bank account or you have a certain number of sales or you have certain consistent months or you have a certain job title, no. You will feel safe with money when you decide to. That is the key. You will feel ready to launch your business when you decide to go for it. You will feel ready to start a new relationship, maybe after a divorce or a breakup, when you decide to. It's nothing to do with how many weeks or months it's been since you broke up with that person, or it's nothing to do with your weight, or how you look, or how tidy your house is, or where you live, or your job. It's nothing to do with that. It's to do with when you decide. So everything comes from that internal dialogue we have around a topic. When you change that, that is when your results are going to change. So I'm going to invite you now to think about where you have been telling yourself, I'll be ready when, I'll be happy when. And I want you to look at those external things and really challenge whether this is true or whether this is a pattern. And if this is a pattern, I want you to go back to the beliefs you have around money, your abilities, your career, what you can and can't do. And I want you to look at those beliefs with a magnifying glass and challenge them. Is this true? Actually, do I just need to go for it? Do I just need to try? Do I just need to dip my toe in and actually decide from this moment, maybe from this episode, there is something that is niggling you right now and you're going, I just need to decide to do it. I just need to go for it. Now, if this is something you would like some more support with, right now, when this episode goes live, I still have four spaces left for clarity sessions in August. Now, a clarity session, I don't open up all the time. They are 45 minutes of one-to-one time with me on Zoom, so it doesn't matter where you live in the world for just £45. Now in this session, you have one-to-one time with me where we can work on your limiting beliefs, your blocks, we can build an action plan to overcome whatever this is. Maybe this episode has sparked something in you. So as I said, as I'm recording this, there are four spots left. If you would like to get one of those and have a one-to-one session with me to really transform whatever is holding you back right now, then you can either send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email to victoria at victoriamaskell.com and I will send you a link so that you can save one of those spaces. I hope you've really enjoyed this episode. If there is something right now that you're like, I'm going to decide, Victoria. I'm going to decide. Let me know on Instagram. Either tag me in your stories or send me a DM so I know what you are deciding and I can support you in that. Have a fabulous day wherever you are in the world and I'll be back very, very soon with another episode for you. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you like this content, I would so love it if you could leave me an iTunes review. You would totally make my day and you'd help this podcast to reach other listeners just like you. And if you know someone who this content would help, then please share it with them. Share the love, share the positivity. I hope you all have a wonderful and prosperous day and I will see you all in the next episode.